Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's show. Before we get to our interview today, I would like to just remind you that we have the International Sacred Sexual Music Festival happening virtually live stream this year, April 16th, 17th, and 18th. I am going to be celebrating my birthday on the 17th of this Sacred Sexual Music Festival. We have over 20 plus sexuality experts, teachers, demonstrators, healing practitioners, and musicians that we we all can learn from and reflect on a new way to honor our life force energy. So the speakers, the dancers, the musicians from all around the world are really going to get us in touch with the essence of our sexuality. We're going to learn how to live with a new, more sacred sexual energy in times of the Me Too movement and the Harvey Weinstein era. We're going to learn about what different spiritual traditions teach about sexuality, how we can shift our culture to remember when our bodies were seen and known as sacred, why we live in a sex-phobic culture and how to step into a new attitude. We're also going to learn about our sexual life from the recent pandemic and social justice crisis. And we're also going to learn about the greater cosmological, planetary, and evolutionary cycles we are a part of. This is really going to be an amazing virtual festival. I do hope that you will join us. We have tickets for sale now. The link is in the show notes, but you can go to sacredsexualmusicfestival.com. All right, let's get to our guest today. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Path 11 podcast today. Very excited because we have a speaker from the Sacred Sexual Music Festival that is here with us today. She's going to be going over a little bit about what she's going to be presenting at the Sacred Sexual Music Festival. And again, I just want to remind you, it is April 16th, 17th, and 18th. We do have tickets for sale at path11productions.com. You can also go to sacredsexualmusicfestival.com. So I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Kaneen Hope, and um, she has been a practicing transformative chiropractor with muscle testing to bring balance to the body, brain, and nervous system for almost over 40 years. Having thrived through loss and trauma, Dr. Kaneen Hope now offers a subspecialty in trauma and PTSD recovery. In a safe, supportive, and empowering environment, she helps clients heal and transform pain, stress, fatigue, sleep loss, anxiety, and depression. Now, we're actually going to learn a little bit about the psoas later on in our talk today, and we're going to learn how that ties into the sexual essence. Um, So the sacred psoas work, I've never heard of this before. I know that when I have been to massage therapists, they say my psoas is sometimes tight and they get in there and they work in there and it hurts. Um, So I know a little bit about the psoas, but I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about how this is tied to our sexual essence. And um, so Dr. Kaneen, Hope, welcome. Great. And thank you, April, as well. Um, All of the Path 11 people, Mike, and um, also Wendy and the other presenters for the festival. I'm really so excited to be a part of um, what we're creating here. So the the psoas actually is not a muscle. The psoas tissue is a little different. uh, from, uh, From a functional medicine 
perspective or it seems to look like a muscle, but it's really very special neurological tissue that is more um, like a GPS, a GPS for the soul. It's a, a place where um, w- there's deep intuition, like the, the, the gut, the instincts, the original impulses of who we are as humans um, all reside actually in the psoas tissue. Um, so that's a little bit esoteric and it is a very esoteric and spiritual tissue. What practically, um, and we'll take a look at the PowerPoint in a moment, but the, the psoas originates at the diaphragm, actually, um, right at the diaphragm area below the chest um, from the back, and then migrates down um, along the spine, buttressing the spine, and crosses three joints before it inserts into the uh, the uh, lesser trochanter of the femur. So that's where you find it. It's very intimate and married to the diaphragm and our breath and the third chakra. Um, And all the pelvic organs are influenced by this tissue. And it's fascially connected to our hearts, our lungs, every pelvic organ and our brain. So what does that have to do with our sexual, sensual essence? When the psoas tissue is free and present and liberated, unconditioned by the past, trauma, stress, cultural conditioning, religious conditioning, um, parental conditioning, when the psoas is liberated, it's fully present. And our ability to embody um, more of our deep core, more of who we are um, as, a, as a whole body, fully human, fully divine, fully sensual embodied being, that's the psoas. And when it's free, we're more free. We can embody so much more of our true nature, our sensual depths, our erotic nature. And um, we also, we have less structural pain. We have less back pain, hip pain, groin pain. Um, pelvic pain, we have less fatigue, um, we have less stress, and um, our health is much better when the psoas is liberated. So it really has everything to do with um, awakening our fully embodied, sensual, erotic nature um, that is very healthful and optimizing, not just sexually, but the way we live our lives. And, and how our health as a reflection uh, is graceful and uh, emanating from a graceful, grace-filled and vitalistic place. Yeah, it's amazing to me. I did not know that the psoas was connected to so many different parts of our body. I mean, that's just amazing. Now, I know uh, that you do have a couple of slides that you're going to share with us. So those of you who are listening, this would actually be a podcast that I would highly recommend. You go to Path 11 TV to watch. Uh, It's free. And uh, that way you can see some of the slides um, that we're going to be showing those who are watching. Um, But before we get to that, I'd like you to let our listeners know, how did you come to the calling of wanting to be a chiropractor and to do this work? Great. Um, I appreciate that question. Professionally, I've seen so much suffering um, that is unnecessary. Uh, People, so much back pain, hip pain, groin pain, 
um, stress, fatigue, sleep loss, digestive issues. Um, and so many of these um, challenges I've discovered um, are really related to what's happening in our core, uh, either a deep, full sense of embodied core integrity or a disconnect, a lack of coherence at the core, second to stress, trauma, accidents, conditioning, indoctrination, and that kind of thing. So when we're not coherent with our core, not connected to our depths, our deepest embodied true nature, we will have pain. We will have health challenges. We will suffer. And one of the key factors to liberation from some of this suffering is starting to work with bringing more coherence, healing, freedom, and ease into the core, a.k.a. the sacred psoas uh, center, the GPS of the soul. So there's a huge relationship between what's happening at our core and what's happening in our health. And it is my great passion to teach people um, how to be proactive and empowered around working with core integrity issues to optimize health, well-being, moods, um, as well as their sensual and sexual essence. Um, so professionally, that's what I've seen over the last 40 years um, and where I'm now going in my workshops and my teaching Personally, second to a loss and a sexual trauma I experienced 15 years ago, um, a contraction, a, a stress trauma contraction in my psoas and core um, hugely impacted my health and my well-being. Um, I, I really suffered a great deal physically and emotionally, and um, my health deteriorated. I had a great deal of fatigue and some depression. I also had terrible hip pain, and there were days when I couldn't work. Um, so personally, as I started to study um, the impact of trauma and how my psoas and my nervous system got locked up in the fight, flight, freeze, stress, trauma response. As I started to heal that, I started to not just survive through the trauma and get by, but to thrive. My own core started to um, emanate from my depths again. I became more free, more happy, much healthier. I had more energy and vitality again, but that was through work with um, the sacred psoas and uh, uh, other certainly trauma recovery work, the right type of vitalistic chiropractic, yoga therapeutics, Anasuri yoga in particular, and quite a number of other modalities helped me in this recovery process. So personally, um, I was able to avoid recommended hip surgery um, and to heal at the core and not only survive through trauma, but to start to thrive again. And lo and behold, through the act of some kind of graceful unfoldment, um, the, the psoas work actually has liberated so much more of my natural innate eros in other words, the sensual capacity of my beingness where um, I have um, more sensual delight and not just genitally, not, not sexually, yes, sexually, but not just sexually, but also just 
full body, whole body, full, fully human, fully divine, fully erotic. What does that mean? That that light on the water, just ah, oh, you know, that's this quivering type of orgasmic ecstasy that has become available, or a friend's smile, um, the a sunset. A delicious meal. So the whole body, when the psoas is liberated and we become more free from trauma or conditioning or indoctrination, then our whole being can express more of our sensual erotic nature. We're more free, whether it involves another or it's sexually related or not. And that's really my passion is to teach people and help people um, find that for themselves. I hope that answers the question around the professional and the personal interest in the topic. Yeah, it absolutely does. And, you know, when you say the word feeling more free, I also get a sense that your whole body becomes very sensitive, like almost as if you're emerging and becoming one with your surroundings. Like you said, the water glistening, the sunset, it's like you're feeling that rather than just observing it and seeing it and saying, oh, that's nice. But it's like it comes into the body to be felt. Yes, that's beautiful, April. And that in terms of uh, in the world of sexuality, um, it, we all know it doesn't involve necessarily just the uh, the genitals, but also um, our whole body. But if you expand that, really, as sensually, sexually free beings, um, the the body being so transparent and so sensitive and so recovered and so fully human, fully divine, um, quivers with delight and ecstasy, um, and all facets of life. It's not just about the genitals. And it's exciting to be able to expand the whole conversation beyond um, the wonderful and the sacred sexuality piece is so important, but also into human evolution and awakening that we are more transparent and vulnerable. Oh, it's important to talk about why we're not. I mean, so if this is not just all, you know, love, light, peace, forgiveness, and blah, 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 we've got to do the work of helping the psoas, helping our bodies, helping our psyches become free from the past, ancestral indoctrination, religious, cultural, parental, and we've got to do the trauma recovery work with, um, I would say, you know, the right practitioners for quite a bit of time in order to become more transparent. Because when we've had trauma or stress or indoctrination and conditioning, which we all have, we become more braced. We become armored and we are less transparent and vulnerable. This armoring, this bracing impacts our sexuality. It impacts our ability to awake, awaken. It impacts our health. We're more exhausted. We can't sleep. Our libido tanks um, or we're much more reactive rather than responsive in life. Um, so these, these issues, like what interrupts and disrupts our ability to be fully human, fully divine, fully sensual. Um, and it is often can be traced back to this kind of indoctrination and conditioning and or trauma. So the hard work of, of 
liberating the body, mind, spirit from trauma. You can't bypass it. You can't go around it. You can't fabricate peace, love, light, joy, and forgiveness, and like put a plastic smiley face on top of, you know, a can of garbage. You've got to take the smiley face off. You've got to dive in and empty the garbage. Then there's this emptiness. Then there's this presence. Then the psoas is free, supple, succulent, juicy, alive. The whole body is that way. We're like this fluid, lush riverbed of vital, orgasmic, ecstatic aliveness not all the time and that's that's ridiculous and i'm not there all the time i'm in process it's a journey for me i wouldn't say i was fully sexually liberated i would say i'm very interested in being uh fully human fully sensually and sexually liberated that's my work so we do have to do the work and uh, unresolved trauma if we're stuck in some kind of a fight flight freeze response then there is a brace and a contraction and a tug in the entire system that shuts us down and then uh, april we become less transparent to our depths to our true nature to our fullest human potential so we do have to do the work Yeah. And, you know, I love your story, too, about the fact, you know, you're showing us through your own testimonial of what you've been through and your with your personal example that you gave that here, you know, you were able to bypass a hip surgery because you also kind of explained the whole mind, body, soul, spirit connection and how trauma can affect you. And as you worked on that, you know, you were able to forego a surgery and completely heal, you know, so that's wonderful. I love hearing those types of stories. And not only that, um, Before the um, sexual trauma, um, here's what I can say comfortably that through the act of grace, through being willing to um, do the work and being cracked open by stress and loss and trauma and um, some kind of by staying open to that and really working that edge, April, um, I my whole sexual essence, which was more shut down before the trauma actually has expanded and become much more holy. This, this embodied cellular in my bones, in my tissues, um, holiness that, um, has really transformed is transforming me personally, um, professionally in my work, um, sensually, um, there's been a big transformation by working that edge around the trauma so that today my sensual sexual essence is, um, so much more expanded than even before the trauma. So, um, I just want to point to the fact that there, that the, the universe, that there is grace, there is benevolence, a spirit, will help us heal if we're willing to do the work and and the riches um the the benefits are very life trans uh, life changing and transformative short story we don't have to live with trauma and contraction and pain their grace would have us unfold awaken and evolve we just need to learn to enroll grace and yoga will help with that the right types of uh, vitalistic chiropractic will help with that Um, the right kinds of therapists and body work will help with that 
prayer, some type of religious um, connection to whatever spirit or the universal or God is for you will help with that. But these are the these are the things I teach in my workshops, my hope grace and Gaia transformation workshops. These are the things that have helped transform me and are transforming me. And and these are available for all of us. We don't need to suffer. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. I love that. Love that message. And I hope our listeners really take that wholeheartedly, especially those that may be going through, you know, a traumatic event to know that, you know, you can move through that, you can heal from that. So I know that you brought some slides for us today. So I'm pretty excited to see that. And we actually, um, this is kind of new, we sometimes don't have people bringing slides. So I'm excited. I'm ready to watch. (laughs) Okay, let's see if we can pull these up. Okay, can you see that, um, April? Yes, I can. All righty. Um, naturalist John Muir, I quote, when one tugs at any single thing in nature, one finds it attached to the rest of the world. So what does that mean for us personally? When our psoas is tight, exhausted, tugged, stressed, holding on to historical stress or trauma. It tugs on the entire body, your heart, your brain, your nervous system, your pelvic organs, your entire beingness. And this sends a ripple effect out to your lover, your friends, your family, your community, and the planet. So in healing the sacred, I say we can heal the the world one sacred so as at a time when you start to do your own recovery work then and the so as starts to become free there's less of a tug and that freedom emanates through our whole body it impacts our lovers our friends our family our community our country and the planet and god knows we need that kind of healing um, liberation today so That's the first quote I wanted to talk about. Um, As goes your psoas, so goes your life. We're looking at a picture of what is this muscle? Um, And it's not a muscle. It's a uh, tissue and GPS really for our soul and our awakening. It originates at the diaphragm and buttresses the spine, comes down inside the iliac crest uh, to the inner thigh. As goes your psoas, so goes your life. The secret to evolving, healing, and awakening is work with the sacred psoas. So let's move on. Um, A couple of slides that are... um, Here's the relationship between our diaphragm and the psoas. They share intimate origin um, in the middle of the spine. Um, So there's a huge relationship between our breath And the third chakra, um, our sensual, sexual essence, um, the sacred Mobius center, which is a sacred center um, right near the third chakra. Um, All of these are impacted by what's happening in our sacred psoas. And we don't need that slide. Um, I think, yeah, I'll go back one more. Dr. Peter Levine, um, a doctor and a researcher in the world of trauma, recovery, and resiliency, unresolved trauma, I'll quote, unresolved trauma is responsible for the majority of the illnesses of modern mankind. Now, 
it is my dharma and my passion that in the course of my lifetime, I can help my chiropractic colleagues, other body workers, um, medical doctors start to look first to unresolved trauma um, in their diagnosis process, rather than looking at the human being um, mechanistically and in the old paradigm of um, what's just going on physically is always going to be second to some kind of unresolved trauma or stress. So I think we'll stop the sideshow here, slideshow, and see if I can come back. Um, okay, trying to come back to you, April. Yes, great. Thank you for that. And I know as you were slipping through the slides, I did see something about um, the vagus, the vagus nerve. Oh, sure. We can talk about that. Would you like to? Yeah, I would, because I am i don't know much about it, but I've been hearing a lot about it and how that... Um, vagal theory. And I do have workshops coming up, um, Hope, Grace, and Gaia Transformation Workshops. One of the upcoming workshops will be on the polyvagal theory. So very briefly, we're looking at a slide here. Um, uh, uh, how the vagus nerve exits the skull and then runs down to the heart, the lungs, the stomach, your gut. It's very related to the gut-brain um, phenomena, um, kidneys and spleen. And the vagus nerve, what's important about it is that 80% of the nerve flow from the vagus nerve is afferent or sensory. What that means is it comes from the body and the gut and the organs to the brain. So when we're when we are um, disassociated from our body, if we vacated some part of our body for some reason, usually second to trunk, we vacated the heart, we vacated our pelvis, um, pretending they don't exist or there's too much stress or pain there physically or emotionally, then the vagus nerve sends impulses back up to the brain around that. And it triggers a whole host of fight, flight, freeze responses. And this... Um, circular uh, feedback loop that keeps us unhealthy and in some form of dis-ease. The vagus nerve penetrates the diaphragm also. So if you're not breathing fully 360 degrees, if your diaphragm's contracted and the psoas at the same time, you will be sending messages to the uh, vagus nerve and the brain um, like a startle reflex or some kind of, again, stress response starts to um, circuit through the body. So what is the solution to working with the vagus nervous to really, really inhabit the body with deep presence, um, a somatic presence, um, awareness, a genderless inquiry, um, curiosity, loving compassion, caressing different hurting parts of the body with the breath so that the body can uh, tell its story. And in the telling, we become free and the body becomes free. We become healthier and we become more awakened. And, um, and that's a lovely name for a workshop I'll be creating in the next month or two. Um, uh, the body has a valid story to tell and in the telling becomes free. So that's how the vagus nerve relates to the body. I hope that answered. Yeah. Yeah, it's so fascinating how everything really is just so interconnected. Um, and maybe we can switch to, because I heard you um, slip in there a little bit about nutrition. So would you like to talk a little bit about nutrition and how that connects maybe to the psoas, or just the whole body in general for healing? Nutrition? Um, I, well, you know, we are what we eat. 
If we're eating healthy, organic, sustainably created food uh, that we're not allergic to, then we will be more healthy, more sustainable, more full of grace and health. It's it's really that simple. Um, garbage in, garbage out. You eat garbage, um, you manifest garbage in the way of poor health or, or being more unconscious or veiled or cloaked in your consciousness. Yeah. So, you know, with nutrition, I find, you know, any chiropractor that I've ever worked with, they usually are always having some sort of like supplements. It's not just about the adjustments or the work that they're doing, but they're always adding in an element of nutrition and trying to get the body back into alignment, which is why I decided to ask you that question. Yeah. Well, they, um, yeah, I appreciate the question. And really what's the best nutrition of all is healthy food. And supplement, good food first, supplement second, and the whole body will be so much more vitalistic. And so I am in full agreement with you there. Yeah. And it's such a challenge, I think, with our food. I mean, more documentaries that I watch, I mean, it it shows that, you know, even if you're getting your oranges, it's not like they're freshly picked. You know, they could have been, you know, traveling, you know, in these large trucks or in these warehouses and sitting for like a month or two before it actually comes to your grocery store. So, you know, I think it's it's really a challenge to find that really fresh food that is still containing a lot of the nutrients, which is why, you know, a lot of the documentaries that I watch is like, try to eat local if you can go to your farmer's markets, you know, get it from the farm, get it to the point where it's just picked if you can, you know, and it's not just kind of sitting there for a long time before you buy it. And fully, uh, fully agree. And um, bringing that a little bit into the um, fight, flight, free stress response, when the nervous system is stuck in a sympathetic tone, um, what that means is that we're a little more reactive, a little more knee jerk. If we're stuck in the sympathetic uh, tone, the, lib- the libido tanks and the, um, we're fatigued, we don't sleep, but we also don't digest our food, April. So it, it's even more fundamental than food is how do we enliven and liberate our digestive response, not just our libido. And that comes from liberating the body, mind, spirit from the sympathetic tone or the fight, flight, freeze response. So it's interesting how everything circles back to that. Um, And when the opposite of the sympathetic tone is the parasympathetic uh, part of the nervous system. And that's responsible for um, joy, pleasure, awakening, the ability to evolve human potential, healthy digestion, healthy sleep, um, uh, healthy libido. These are all aspects of a healthy parasympathetic nervous system freed up from stress and trauma. And one thing we can do in terms of nutrition and eating is slow down. Don't eat while you're driving or watching TV or doing social media, slow down and luxuriate in the sensual gift of healthy, alive food, really taste your food. You might find, you know, those little body quivers that come up when you feel so good, like, oh, right? That's a mini orgasm. And, and the more free we are, the more liberated we are, the healthier our psoas, the more we actually can enjoy an orgasmic meal as well. Who wouldn't want that? But <laughs> right? Yeah. If you're eating unconsciously um, or on the fly, 
are not paying attention or we're eating crap food that's not not really whole food or local um, or is chemically processed, don't expect to have those lovely little full body orgasmic quivers. You know, right. you might even be able to digest it. Yeah, well, doctor, I, I just I love I love this conversation. I don't think we've ever had a conversation, you know, like this before. Um, now, as we're kind of closing out a little bit here, are you going to be specifically talking about the sacred psoas at the Sacred Sexual Music Festival? What are you going to be presenting on? Absolutely. We will. Well, I have I have maybe 20 minutes or 30 minutes. So um, we, it'll be a review of um, what we're talking about with a slideshow and um, um, a little more, perhaps a little more depth um, than what we're able to get into in this interview. But it'll be shorter and sweeter um, invitation to um, awaken more through sacred sexuality and invitation to be more fully human, more fully divine, more fully sensual, and how to do that, and where to go, and what you can do to um, make, have that opportunity for yourself in your life, so that your life is so much more graceful, awakened, and, and uh, really reflective of your true nature, our depths, our spirit. Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Kaneen Hope. And before we go, can you let our listeners know where they can find more information about you, the classes that you're teaching, um, your website, so people can look you up and uh, see your offerings? Wow. Thank you so much. So my website is hope at hopechiroyoga.com. And that's C-H-I-R-O, hope at hopechiroyoga.com. And uh, my workshops are hope Grace and Gaia Transformation Retreats, all on my website. I'm in Durango, Colorado, and uh, Todos Santos, uh, Mexico in the winters. And I look forward to, I really look forward to connecting with um, kindred spirits and like-minded people who have an interest in awakening and evolving and uh, embodying their entire uh, human potential, all of who they are. Thank you so much for what you're doing here and for being a part of this wonderful festival offering. Yes, thank you. We are very excited. And again, I just want to remind you guys to purchase your tickets. This is going to be a wild ride. I mean, the presenters that I'm meeting are bringing so much to our podcast and is really adding this, this other sacred sexual element to consciousness, which I absolutely love. So check out the tickets again, path11productions.com, or you can go to sacredsexualmusicfestival.com. And, uh, and Dr. Kaneen, we will see you in April. I'll see you again. Um, April. I look forward to seeing you in April. Okay. Take care. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Again, I just want to remind you, head on over to the sacredsexualmusicfestival.com website to purchase your tickets for the Sacred Sexual Music Festival, or you can visit path11productions.com to purchase those tickets. I also want to give you a free code. Uh, This code is actually going to be for Path 11 TV. If you are listening to this podcast, you can actually watch our podcast for free on Path 11 TV, and you can start a seven-day free trial. And if you subscribe, 
subscribe, I'd like to give you the code PODCAST30. PODCAST is all in caps, and that will give you some money off for your membership. Path 11 TV has over 100 hours of video, and you can download the app on any device. So head on over to your app store and look for the purple Path 11 TV logo. It's beautiful. I love it. And I know you're going to love it too. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care.